Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. I can tell you if I was the team manager at Star, I wouldn't be stoked. Do you really think that I cursed AP, bro? Welcome to Title 24, presented by NBC Sports. I'm Ricky Carmichael, sitting with my man, Ryan Villapoto. And uh, first of all, we got to thank our great partners, United Motorsports, Quad Lock, Boxo USA. We appreciate you guys. And just when you think it can't get any more exciting uh, than Indy was, Kenny's win and the ruts, we go to Detroit and that place, you name it, dude. Penalties, heartbreaks. What's the reaction, bro? <laughs> I mean, we've been um, – oh. there's been no short of action this year. You know, we show up at Detroit. Uh, I just have to make a comment on the track, really fast track, you know, down across the start there, big, big uh, double and then a quad, triple into the turn, just a, a great racing track. Didn't seem like there was a ton of places to pass. Guys were very um, – very close in speed. So, I mean, man, in that 450 main event, we had five guys that were just toe to toe for many, many laps. So it was uh, super interesting. And as a fan, t- couldn't ask for anything else. You know, what was nuts is I wasn't anticipating this. Like, dude, it, it got dry towards the end of the night. Yeah, you could really see, Ricky, um, guys coming out of the turns and, and, and sliding, just leaving like a, a, a shiny patch, you know, three, mm-hmm. four feet long. So I actually was talking to somebody midweek this week or beginning of the week this week. And they were running, uh, I guess I seen the tire. It was a new tread pattern. I was like, Oh, that's a new tire from Dunlop. And, uh, they're like, yeah, we're running 14 PSI pressure, which is high for front tire pressure. Wow. Sometimes new, like I said, new tire, uh, pattern, probably different compound. I didn't really get into them with it, but it was new to me. Um, and I guess they really ran it at Detroit and it really helped with, uh, that front end traction. I think we just get into it. Uh, Sexton, we got some uh, sound on tape from Sexton. It's pretty, pretty interesting what what he had to say. Basically, he was admitting that he he jumped on the uh, jumped on the red cross flag. But uh, let's let's hear what he has to say. Yeah, I mean, there's not, honestly not much I can really say. They're pretty much going to do whatever they want at this point. I feel like I'm in the right. I feel like I was in the right away. Dean was down. But with honestly on his bike and riding away, I rolled the double the f- one, first one, and then I jumped the second one where there's nobody down. I was on, I was a little bit confused on what to do, um, but at the end of the day, they're going to make their decisions on what they think's right, and I feel like I was in the right of way. But I guess we'll see. I don't think it was going to change the outcome of the race at all. I I, uh, I feel like I pulled away from the guys behind me even after that. So I was just uh, yeah, like I said, it was a good race, and not going to let that put a damper on the vibe. I'm I'm pretty happy with how tonight went and uh, got momentum back on my side. <laughs> Yeah, definitely uh, got a little confused there. Um, what I mean, you know, what do you do? Well, I mean, I guess it's what don't you do, and that's jump on a uh, red cross, you know. So I, I get what he's saying right here over the double. Red clock crosses out. All three of them roll, um, you know. But there is red lights on the on the jump across the start. Uh, so being aware of the situation, you know, we're watching here. Red cross flag out, and then you can see if you pan up. There's Chase rolling, and if you over the over the landing, Dean coming backwards, showing in the camera, and then red lights on the takeoff of the of the double across the finish. Um, just have to be aware. It is it, it's the red. 
it's been like that for a long time. I get it. Race scenario, chase, um, you know, in a points battle, in a position to win this th- that night at Detroit, and uh, just made a you know costly, costly mistake by jumping on that. I know we kind of talked about it pre-show, Ricky. Uh, what's your you know take on? Would you yeah, have been I mean, able to see it? You know, like I don't know. I here's my deal. So okay, first first off, you you, you even if you don't agree with with the rule, okay, and he's assuming, yeah. He's assuming that Dean was the only guy down, right? I, I mean, I can't, yep. Yep. I don't want to put words in his mouth, but I'm just, just he said, it sounds like he's, Dean, Dean was the guy that the Red Cross was for. So Dean goes backwards, like he says, and then he sees the flashing lights, but he still jumps. So, yeah, costly mistake, man. Costly mistake. I mean, you can't, like, the, there's just an element that goes, goes into it i think of like okay yeah you see the down rider you're assuming he's the he's the only one there and you see the you see the cross the flashing lights and you just what you just say uh screw the red lights i'm going (laughs) you can't do that i mean i i think it's i think that the rule needs to be a little more uh specific Uh, it needs some clarity so these guys aren't in this situation again i think no matter what they do, there's always going to be a, a situation where they've never seen that before. And you take, take things into your own hands, but yeah, I mean, he he, he basically admitted to it and he, he said he was in the right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, you know, I think it put yourself in, in his shoes. You know, we've been in the situations, sim, you know, similar situations. I know like, you know, the fuel situation with you years ago, there was another, um, you know, looked right there, jumps on the, on the, um, the red lights, cross flag. Yeah. Like when, you know, I was in a similar yeah, situation in one situation? of the races. Um, I don't know if it was St. Louis or it was, a, it was a back East race, but they had the red cross flag out over the triple. We rolled the stadium triple and then there was a dragons back into the, into a right hand 90. And it was me, James, Chad, everybody was really close. And I rolled, 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 and then yellows were still out. We were after, we were after the fact of the Red Cross, and I still were wheels on the ground, but just went faster and made the pass entering the turn. So, if you look back on it, you know that's the problem with the the rules, the gray area. Like I probably should have been penalized, you know. Like so, it's got it's times when they let guys like me off or anybody off, and then all of a sudden they come back and they penalize here. So then it gets it's it's this weird position to be in of you know oh we're going to penalize him and we're not going to penalize him because this was different this but they're all very similar it's tough to be in that in those shoes that chase is in um because he feels like he did everything everything he could and everything right i mean the thing too is like i'm not saying that i agree with the rule or i disagree with the rule but at the end of the day you have to you you have to obey the rule right like Mm, this one dude this one dude on twitter he brought up a good point. He's all, uh, he, he says, if the light, if you're at a stoplight and the light's red and there's no cars, you're just going to go through the red light. And essentially that's, that's what he did. Yeah. So we, we have a replay here for the, for the people that are just listening to our podcast. We're just, we're just showing the situation and showing all the lights, showing Dean go backwards and the flashing lights and what happens. So there's a hundred percent clarity on uh, what, what, what went down and yeah i mean he he just goes but i mean it goes back to like that guy on twitter it's like dude just because the lights there's no cars you can't blow through the blow through the blow through the light yeah no i agree interesting that dean was in a position i know i think he i read somewhere where it said he drug his foot peg and and uh, probably kind of went over the bars there and then he ended up backwards riding on backwards on the track it was in I, i don't know if his bike was backwards already Mm. um interesting why he just didn't pick it up and kind of flip around or peel off the track but he rode up the landing backwards um you know probably for for dirt work or for for feld and the guys on the track and the in the and the red cross flag guys you know they're probably like kind of shitting a brick as a guy's coming you know backwards as the whole field's coming through so that was probably you know made it made it more intense for everybody too not the riders per se but you know, how are they going to call this guy's got a, got a guy coming backwards on the track. We got the red cross flag out. Then, then uh, chase jumps on the, on the red lights across the double. So 
it uh, puts Chase in a tough position. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot happening. To your point, yeah, you got you got cross flags going everywhere. You got lights flashing. You got dudes behind you trying to chase you down, and um, you know you see Dean there. But at the same time, I, I I think how I would have reacted is if I'm not sure, I'm as I'm gonna chill and 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 pay attention to the lights. I mean, it's easy for me to sit here on Tuesday and talk about what I would have done, which is what what he should have done, but you know, like err on the side of caution and don't, whatever you do, don't leave it in the hands of the refs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Try to try to cover all your bases before the refs get involved, because that's when, th- that's when the gray area comes, gets very thick, you know, it's very, and they want to do the right thing. So, um, you know, like I said, those guys on the track with headphones, pull the red cross flag out. Those guys have got a hundred things going through their head. So uh, it's probably a very um, tense moment there for, for a while for everybody, everybody except for Chase, it looks like. Hey, do you think like, so do you think that they should keep the red cross flag going and the red lights going so that everyone has to serve, you know, serve that caution or serve that, I wouldn't even call it a penalty, but serve that caution rather than like those five first five guys came through and then they were like, what's your thought on that? Well, I think, I think the red cross flag needs to be pulled out obviously when we need it. So to me, uh, here, Dean's already up. I feel like, yes, he's going backwards on the track, um, but this jump fades to the fades way to the left. Um, honestly, nobody was on the ground. Nobody was hurt. It's not like there was Asterix med- or uh, Alpenstar's medical unit on the track um, a- a- assisting this rider. Um, so I feel like they could be more careful on when and how quick they pull the Red Cross, um, especially, you know, because it all that's getting watched from, you know, the tower in the middle, right? So they're, they're constantly watching, you know, these, it, when we need to pull this, this red cross flag. And after the double into Chase's point, he kind of knew where, what the, the incident was. He knew where it was. He seen Dean as he passed coming, coming opposite direction. And then after that, yeah, there was nothing after the double. So I think that the red cross flag could be the rule or the, the leeway with that is like, Hey, they're on the track. There's a guy down. Right. He ain't moving. Like Dean was already up off the track. I feel like they could have put, probably not pulled the red cross, maybe just been really heavy with the yellow. Yeah. I, and, and for the record, I'm, I'm with you. I agree with that hundred percent. And I think, it, I think it sucks the way that it went down, but at the end of the day, the rule is the rule. And That's right. you, you have to follow the rule. You, you don't like, it's like I was explaining it might have been on a group text with us it's like yep listen I don't think the speed limit needs to be 45 mile an hour on a three lane road you know but that doesn't mean I can go 60 yeah <laughs> I go 60 sometimes probably but you know I I'm assuming that risk anyhow yep and when you're a magnifying glass there Ricky right like a stadium floor is only so big and you know, it's, and then you're in a top five group like that and you're, you're just, you're under a microscope, right? So any little mistake like that, it's going to get picked up, you know? Oh man. So like AP, just all the emotions, you know, he's so close, like a lap and a 16th away from bagging his first premier win. And dude, first of all, uh, hate it for him tough time emotional my heart was breaking for him but dude i we got some sound on tape but thank you for pulling over and doing that that uh that interview i i mean i think he's going to gain so much more respect and so many more fans and all these young kids watching supercross you want to take notes take notes from this guy the worst possible situation ever and he still gives time to answer the hard question <laughs> that one hurts. Um, that one hurts a lot. Um, man, I was riding so good, and I, oh man, I don't know. I didn't stand up in that rut the whole moto, and sat down and put my foot out. And the one time I think it's all right to uh, to stand up, it catches my foot and r- rips me right off the bike. And oh man, I couldn't believe it flying through the air like that. And, and I just tried to tuck, and, and I don't know, man. It was a hard hit. I, I tried to get back up, and 
Man, the, the bike was smoking, and I probably could have finished, but, um, man, that hurts. Um, but, you know, get back up on the saddle and, and uh, get back up there in Seattle. Um, I love Seattle, so, man, uh, don't count me out. I'm, I'm, not, uh, I'm not done yet. Uh, man, I was riding so good. I'm, I'm uh, so proud of my riding, and, and I love these fans, man. I could hear them the whole, the whole way. And, uh, Man, Chase is riding a great race, but, you know, it happens. And uh, I like to say a lot of other words, but I can't say them on TV. So um, we'll be back with a vengeance. Starts are good. I'm good. Fitness is good. I just got to stay on the bike next time. <laughs> uh, man, I'm sorry. I got, he does he, phenomenal. Uh, I mean, I, I know he plays up that uh, – I mean, man, he is just like the Dale Earnhardt of, of, of our sport. Um, you know, like you said, to, to take the time to, to pull over and, and do an interview um, for TV, for the stadium. Here he is. He must have smashed the radiator. I mean, man, if you go back and watch the replay, he was, he was long darting. He was long darting into that with his head first. And at the last, last second, he, he tucked and rolled, which was uh, probably saved him. Um, a lot here you know he was doubled into the turn here or rolled into the turn stood up foot come off whiskey throw and then tucked so man that had to hurt like a ton of bricks coming down uh just such a bummer man he he was riding like he said riding phenomenal he had everybody's number by a by by a big margin um saturday night it was it was a hard one to watch um so i'm so heartbroken for him and yeah to your point you know just like pulling over, taking the time, answering JT's question and just showing us that raw emotion. And, and for everyone listening, listening to RV and I and, and watching like that, like that emotion is what it's all about. That's how special it is to, to have an opportunity or to be in the position to win a, you know, Monster Energy AMA Supercross race at the premier level. I mean, and, and, and RV, you talked about it you know, he had a rough couple of years uh, entering into the premier class. He had a gnarly ankle injury and, you know, better than anyone it's to, to come back from that and to mentally be able to get in a position where you can put yourself in a spot where you have an opportunity to win is, is one thing in itself. And he's been able to do that. And uh, yeah, such a heartbreak loss, a heartbreak moment across the board. And uh yeah, but if you're a young kid, that's somebody you need to be taking notes from. I, I agree. Um, back to your point about showing the emotion. I think that honestly, this this year and last year, but this year especially, like really, you know, Kenny Kenny showing his emotion after his first win or uh, his first win in, in over 12 months. Um, Aaron in that position with with less than a lap to go, going down and and taking the time to do the interview, but showing the emotion. I think it's. To be honest, it's I took wins for granted, and I don't know if that's just because I don't want to use the word that came easy because no win was easy. Um, but I guess I never really had those huge highs and lows. I mean, I was talking to Jake Weimer about it yesterday. He goes, "Man, you you were so good." This is from him telling me. He goes, "You were so good. You never really had those highs and lows." But now going and watching Aaron, I said, "Yeah, I agree." Watching Aaron now. It's like to see, just to get that first win or a win in general, it's such a huge thing. It's so hard to do in the 450 class um, in the lights class for sure. It, it, but the premier 450 class to just get your first win, let alone a championship. Um, I love to see the emotion because I look back at myself and man, like, man, I was kind of a, I was kind of a dick back then. Like I did, I should have showed more emotion. This is a huge deal in, in, in every one of our lives to just win, let alone a championship. Like I said, so I feel like I'm living through AP. Um, I, I wish I would have been more like you. So more power to you. We hope to see you up there in Seattle. Well, I think, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with him. And, I, you know, I, that win's coming. The win's coming, AP. Keep doing it. You, you know, when you're riding that well, eventually you're going to get it done. And, um, yep, keep up the good work. And I, I can't wait to see him win that first one. But it's, it's right around the corner. It's going to be one hell of a celebration when he does. <laughs> That's right. Do you really think that I cursed AP, bro? No, I don't think so. I, I, I don't believe in, I, personally, I don't believe in, uh, you know, 
curses like that. You know, I, I watch the broadcast like I do every weekend and, uh, you know, just such a AP was, he was on another level. I don't think I've ever seen him ride like this. Larry goes, catches the inside. And he said it, he said, I changed up. I did not sit down through there, um, or stand up through there, you know, 24 laps, uh, previously. So that one lap, he stood up, you know, I got to think that I wear a size nine. Aaron's got to be in like an 11, I would think, you know, he's got some big dogs on there. So, um, you know, he, he caught his, he caught his foot, man. And, and such a bummer. Cause he, you know, okay. It's going to be his first premier class supercross win. So that's huge in itself, but to do it like he was doing it, um, you know, dude, he gapped those guys, uh, and he was doing it consistently. Yeah. Like here he goes up, up the whoops, you know, make a solid pass through, through the whoops around AC around the outside, um, you know, and was able just to break away like from these guys. It was, it was a phenomenal ride. Like I said, I've never seen AP ride like this. I know he's had some phenomenal rides on a 250, but uh, struggled, you know, a bit. He's had some ups and downs on the 450s from different teams, but tonight, uh, Detroit on Saturday night, he was, he by far was on a different level. He looked like the Chase Sexton of, I'm, of you know, putting those lap times in that were dramatically faster than, than the rest of the field. Like he was on another, I could no, I can say it again. He was on another level. Dude, I, I feel so like, I, I, I'm, I'm so bummed for him. And you know what I'm bummed for him the most is, is like, I, I think he'll get a win. I think it'd be epic if he wins this weekend in Seattle, but <laughs> I don't know that his next win could possibly come e- as easy as he he had it this weekend. I I don't think so. Yeah, I, I mean I, I have to agree. Like, um, whatever he woke up on what side of the bed and what he what he ate that uh, the morning of Saturday, he needs to try to repeat that again. Now we're coming into Seattle, like you said. We kind of already looked at the weather forecast. It's going to rain. I'm from there. Um, I'd like to sit down with the guy that designed the stadium and built it and why ask him why the hell he didn't put a retractable roof on it. But you know, that's, that's here nor there. It's going to rain more than likely. And it's going to be a treacherous track. If it does rain, you know, mud races, anything can happen in there. And we know AP's good in that. Quit throwing out negative vibes, dude. Like why you gotta (laughs) say it's going to rain? Like, why don't you like put your superpowers in there and be like, it's going to be awesome. To be honest, Ricky, I'm not racing, so I don't really care if it's a mud race. I think a mud race brings a whole nother couple elements to to watching it on Saturday night, and uh, and with the with the points being as close as they are, still we could really turn the bucket upside down um, and really see some major things happen at Seattle because of that. You know, we have Cooper yeah. Webb at 225, Eli Tomac down three, uh, Chase Sexton down 17 points. Um, and Kenny down 43. So still really close between obviously the top two. Chase isn't out of it yet. Chase is only 17 down. But coming into a weekend like this, I know Chase tends to ride ruts very well. AP tends to ride those technical, very, um, you know, muddy conditions he has in the past road very well. So, you know, like you said, maybe this will be AP's weekend. Maybe we can see it two weekends in a row. Hey, before we before we uh, move on to the, the 250, I, I noticed something. Um, listening to chase and and he was saying how he i think i don't know if he said he liked being coming from behind but he's been in that position before he was able to stay focused and i almost felt like i almost felt as though like james was kind of that way a little bit in his in the beginning of his 450 career to where if he was out front and you think the guy would have it in the bag and then the next thing you know, he lays it down. Right. And I wonder if there's like, I feel like chase is the same, same way a little bit right now is, is if he's in the lead, like I feel like as maybe his mind wanders for that split second. And then that's when he throws it on the ground. But then when he's coming from behind, like his brain is consumed and is engaged and he's paying attention exactly to what he needs to do. But like, as, as he's saying that, I'm like, wow, I said, I, that's kind of like, like James was, I felt like he was better when he would come from behind and he would make less mistakes when he would come from behind. So that's interesting to like, what, like I was kind of interested. It was interesting to me to listen to chase say that I'm like, dude, maybe, 
maybe he needs to start further back and maybe it keeps his mind engaged more. Yeah. I mean, watching, you know, watching the replays and watching the broadcast, definitely he, he seemed calm, cool, and collected for, for Chase. Not a, not a ton of mistakes. He wasn't, he was faster than those guys, but he wasn't, he wasn't AP last uh, on Saturday night. AP ran away from everybody, got a good start, put himself in a great position, went to the lead right away and, and just walked away from those guys. So like you said, Chase was in a little bit different position where he's working forward. And as soon as he passed a guy, the other guy was right there. So his mind was automatically thinking of, okay, next guy, next guy, next guy on to the next. Right. So, but I also didn't, he didn't look like he was rushing it. Like he didn't, um, he was riding very well, but he looked in control, you know? So I, I thought he, from, a, from previous, previous whole ra- uh, races up to this point, very fast, um, puts himself, you know, gets a whole shot, puts himself in a good position. But like you said, makes a little mistake here or there, puts it down on the ground where you would think, you know, coming through the pack like that, that puts him under more, I got to get to the front. I got to get to the front, which he didn't show that he made a smooth calculated, good passes. And he didn't seem like he, he rushed himself, which was, which was nice to see. Hey, uh, I like that little dig he says, though, like in that, that interview, you know what he, he's just trying to stick it. I feel like he was trying to stick it to to AMA to like kind of defend his position, but also like to to Coop and uh, to Eli, like, oh, it wouldn't it would it wouldn't have changed anything. I was pulling away from those guys anyway. He's just, I agree. I agree. It wouldn't, it, 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 I agree. I don't I personally I don't it wouldn't have changed anything. Chase Chase straight up past Coop made a good move on him, ran him high. Um, same with uh, Eli was able to make a move on him and put himself up front there. So until, you know, and then uh, put him into second, I guess. And then, uh, and then got handed the win um, as AP went down. Tomac, dude, I don't know what's going on. I mean, he, I guess he said he's not a hundred percent because he had it. Yep. He had, his neck was jacked up, but it was interesting, you know, like, I don't, I don't know what's happening, but He's got to go, I think. Yeah, he, it's it's definitely Coop's, um, Coop's riding well. I, I feel like – okay, so I was thinking about this. I don't know if it was last night in bed or uh, this morning, thinking like, okay, he's 30 – what's he, 31, 31 years old, I yeah, think. Um, you know, I can only go back to thinking, you know, okay, strain strain my lower back or I have, a, I, I have my lower back go out at 26, you know. But, at, shit, if I sleep wrong at 34 now and I wake up and I'm like, you know, I'm no athlete like he is anymore. You know, that's, let's be honest there. Like, but still, I think at 31 years old, you sleep wrong, you tweak something. I think I raced at 26, 27, same as you. And we were done and retired. You know, I think those extra years on there, potentially those lingering, if he's got a pinched nerve, something in the back of his neck, you know, it lasts longer now. I mean, it lasts longer for me at 35 or 34. I mean, sure at you at, at, at 40 or 39, like, it's a big difference, right? Like, oh yeah. So maybe that's kind of what we're seeing, you know, that the lingering of, of uh, the toll that the sport kind of takes on, on, uh, on, on our bodies, you know. So, but obviously a big improvement from from Indy this weekend at Detroit. Definitely rode better, was in the mix, and then hopefully this weekend in Seattle, that uh, lingering issue will be, you know, non-existent. Yeah. Um, two fifty. Let's go. Let's switch gears. <laughs> yeah, we got a lot. Let's stir the pot here, Ricky. Do you go for it, dude? Let I mean, they heard they heard my yeah. they heard what I had to say. Okay, I, so I, my- I do have I do want to like kind of explain myself to some of these clowns with these yeah. uh, with the, the with keyboard these warriors out there. That's right. I, I am going to defend myself. And Maybe we should have a question. question them, Ricky, the it. question of the week, the keyboard question of the week, keyboard warrior question of the week. Maybe that's a new one. There you go. Um, we put in there, but no, you know. I, I get, I listened to the press conference. I, I heard Hunter um, obviously watched it all go down. I think that I get it that Hayden, Hayden wants to, wants to win, but also to number one, I think number, okay, go back to, to, I think 2007, me and Ben Townley, right? So 24 motos straight, we raced each other and you didn't see that happen once. Now it is outdoors. It's not supercross. So that's that, that um, you don't see that as often in outdoors as you do in supercross. But we we're able to ride each other clean for 24 motos straight and may the best man win. So looking back on that, one thing I can say is is, is you got 22 guys on the line. Yeah. Um, Hayden 
needs to be, in my opinion, this is my personal opinion, needs to be careful because in, 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 in some time in the future, he's going to be racing for a championship and he's going to be racing, say, two or three guys. Here it is. Here's Smith up the side of the outside of the whoops there, makes a pass. Deegan runs him wide. I feel like right there it's your teammate, right? You hold the inside. You uh, don't run them wide. Then they play cat and mouse. They hit each other a little bit. Now Smith's involved. And there, Deegan comes up the inside, hits him again. And there you So right before the uh, – where we just replayed the double before the finish or the, the jump across the, the, the start there where the red flags were in the 450, that's where all that went down, where, where Smith went down. But I feel like you don't want any more enemies than you already have, that a target on your back. So pretty soon I feel like he's going to – you know, if he's not careful – the championship to win a championship is going to be even harder because you're not racing one, two or three guys. Pretty soon you're, you're going to be lapping guys and be like, nah, I don't like this dude. Like I'm going to just, not that I'm going to, you know, do anything and deliberate, but I'm not going to move out of the way. I'm just going to hold my line. He's going to have to go around me. So I think he needs to be very careful about that being in a position of, uh, you know, having uh, having a target on his back. I don't know. What hey, do you speak, think? speak it. Well, before, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you what I think, but before we do that, we have, uh, we have some sound, from uh from Hunter from the press conference, kind of like button in and, and wanting to share what he thinks of how it all went down. I think I just wanted to point something out which kind of it amazes me. So much of the people on social media where everyone puts their you know expertise in say, oh the racing back in the nineties, early two thousands, like they were where men were men, they always talk about how gnarly it was. And then anytime a block pass or something happens now, everyone cries about it. It's that's just kind of a bit interesting. It's either you know pick one. You either want the gnarly block passes from ten years ago, and then when you get it, everyone makes a big song and dance about it. So that's my perspective. You know, I think it's uh it's a bit funny how that works. I agree. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's um. Uh, I, I get I get his point. I get his point. I think the, the, the icing on the cake to this whole thing is just that they're teammates. Um, you put that you put Smith on a Honda, you put him on a Husky, you put him on any other brand, then I think I, I definitely think it doesn't look near as bad uh, because it's it's their competitors, right? But right. I think there has to be some sort of there's leeway or respect with uh, with your teammate like that. I don't know what Bobby Reagan's saying over at Star. I can tell you if I was the team manager at star i wouldn't be stoked on hayden um race them hard race them tough but uh the cat and mouse and the deliberate stuff kind of here like the waiting um you know hayden got lucky he made it out without you know without a without a fall but right here the last section where they got together hayden about went off the track you know you got to be smart in those situations not putting yourself in that and then they both not make the main right or you have to go to the last chance so I think he just made it out with the skin of his teeth. That's for that's for sure. So okay, so what, here here here's what the way that I look at it is: he's a rookie. He got caught in the hype. I think it was just one of those moments. He's probably like, "Holy crap!" You know, I'm going to go back and forth. To your point, cat and mouse. Do I agree with what he did? Of course I not. Of course, of course I don't. Is it going to happen where he's at in this in 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 his career? Yes, I still think he's going to be put in these positions because he's still learning and he's going to know, to your point, I think he's smart enough to understand that a year from now, he's going to need favors, dude. He's going to be coming through yep. the pack and he needs a guy to give him a little bit of room to get up there so he can get the championship, to your point, you know, like the a championships mentality, a champion's mentality and, and, and thinking. I give him, I think he has that kind of thought process. I just think he's young. I think he's young. I think was it a stupid was it stupid what he did? Absolutely. But I just I don't I think if he was in that situation again, I don't think he would do it again. If I was coaching him, I would have been like, "Hey, don't do that at your teammate, blah blah blah. This is why you don't do that." And um I would explain to him like, "Look at the time you lost. It, imagine if that mm. was a main event." And so, and, and like Hunter was behind you, you, you're losing probably four or five seconds right here. You're risking going down where that first 180 right-hander, he could have just kind of took Jordan a little high right there and basically lost no time whatsoever. Like that, that, that's just me coaching him. And that's what, that's what I, I would have told him, but 
I give him a little leeway just because it, it's going to happen. I didn't like what he did, but at the same time, you know what, dude, he's young. He's going to make those mistakes. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt that he won't do that again, especially to his teammate if he's in that position. So that I just kind of chalk it up to he got he got caught in the moment. I've seen I've seen a lot of people on the keyboards just talking about how oh he's showing his true colors, blah blah blah. But at the end of the day, the dude blocked it out when he got to the uh, got to the main event and bagged another podium. I agree. I mean, he's look like you said, small mistakes here and there. He's he's it's he's new to the he's new to that to be put in that position. Like I don't I don't see him like you said probably doing that again. I I just feel like in the heat race, you know, like the, it could have been played, but young, he's only you know hasn't done it hasn't done it. But more, I don't want to say more power to him, but he's done he's doing a hell of a job, you know, right now holding his own against these guys and uh, really making a name for himself and putting himself in a great position. Like he's. He's uh, he's sitting top three right now in his in his first ever you know uh, championship run, so he's doing a phenomenal job. But yeah, he's clean clean that up a little bit, and I think he'll be you know I don't think you can make that uh, the assumption that oh he, true colors because uh, uh, you know he gets in a race scenario, the brains go out the window, and uh, it's happened to me before just with different different scenario. But it's it, oh. you know it's it's it happens it's happened to all of us. It happened to me. I, I mean, I, I go back to 1997, Vegas Supercross, 125s. I mean, I, I, I deliberately went into the corner to try to take out K-Dub. There's no doubt. Like, <laughs> Ryan Swink, God bless him. He, um, he, he's like, dude, if he's in front of you, just you, you got to take him down. If you don't think you can beat him, you got to take him down. And that, that was straight up deliberate. Now, would I have done that, you know, the next year in 98? Heck no, there's no way, yeah. you know, I mean, you just, you learn, I think it was a learning incident, but that's what leads me to the quad lock case question of the week. Uh, by the way, you're going to get free, um, a free case quad lock case for your phone. So make sure you uh, slide into uh, title 24 DM, give us all your info. But this, this question comes from the big cookie 94. This is a good question. And uh, it, it says, why didn't Smith just hang back and make, and make transfer. I'm guessing, like, why didn't he just hang back and wait for wait for the pass later? He see it. He says, "I feel he was a hundred percent at fault." Okay. Well, thanks for the question, Big Cookie ninety four. Well, right there, he's completely out. Of control. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I mean, think we, he was ever gonna make like this. This is you. you this is that's completely <laughs> on him. He's riding way over his limit. He could have made it to the. He could have made it easily. Made it to the main event had he not been riding over his oh, oh, out of control right here. This is a heck of a save. He did something very similar to that in qualifying practice, but he actually went, he went the other way. So big cookie, 94. Um, hindsight's always 2020. He wasn't a hundred percent at fault. Listen, um, you know, I mean, Hayden was given, giving him some grief, but a guy like Jordan Smith, who has been in the game, uh, for as long as he has, yeah, he was probably pissed and he got caught up in the moment as well. He should have waited. He could have easily passed Hayden in the whoops the next lap. And he should have just taken his medicine and say, like, all right, whatever, be the bigger person and, and, and wait and pass the guy. Like, like I said, the next lap to the whoops, he was clearly faster there. That's what I would have done, but hell I've been racing 10 years, you know, I raced 10 years, but Probably would have done exactly what Jordan did if I was a rookie, but Jordan wasn't is is far from a rookie. So that I was going to say Jordan, ours, uh, yeah, and he tried to retaliate, and he probably should have waited. What do you think, Ryan? Yeah, I I, I do. Hayden's the rookie here, and uh, Jordan's Jordan's been in this class for for a while now. So to your point, like should have been a bit smarter in that scenario. I mean, okay, I just. I just went, I just caught him four or five bike lengths in the whoops. So, and then Hayden ran him wide right after the whoops. And then right there should have been okay. As you raced, you drag raced into that next right, 100, uh, 180 into that next right. Like, look, I mean, Jordan sucks him up huge here in the whoops. It has way more speed. Um, then gets, gets run high. And then right here, as he notices Deacon trying to play these games, I feel like that's as a veteran of, of the lights class, he should have been, okay, 
I'm going to sit back here and and just blow past him in the whoops again. You know, actually, Hayden got really lucky for not getting landed on by uh, – if you would have come over harder to the right when he rolled over that. Um, J-Mark. Uh, Jeremy. Yeah, J-Mark could have easily landed on him. So there, there's a lot of chaos going in, going there. That's that's back to the point of, uh, you know, the rookie and, and getting into that cat and mouse game. I always tried to avoid that. Um, yeah. That's when also, can... also though, like, and, and, and I don't know this and, and, and have you heard anything RV of like, I mean, has Jordan done something to him in the past at one of the first three races? I don't know. I need to ask him, uh, you know, like uh, I'll, I'll talk you to would, him. I'll, I'll follow you would up have like, to think, you would have to think there's some, there's something internal going on there. And, and maybe there's not nothing actual, actual real facts of internal, you know, beef. Maybe it's just that, Hey, Jordan's been here in this class for so long and here comes this rookie kid into the deal. And he's essentially Hayden's going to take his job, you know, like, I mean, that's what you got to kind of look at here. Hayden's performing every single weekend. Jordan's kind of bounced around from some teams, showed some, some phenomenal speed over the years has, you know, put it up on the podium, you know, you know, a handful of times, things like that. It's, but as for the consistency, if you're a star, if you're, if you're any one of these teams out there, you're like, Hayden's the real deal. It's coming up consistent. So I feel like uh, maybe that is some of the, some of the internal, maybe it's just inside of uh, Jordan himself. I mean, you'll have to do a little more reconnaissance there out the goat farm to figure out what's going on. Maybe get a little sniffing around. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I don't know if I want yeah, to I go know. up there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I want to go up there. Yeah. So I, you know, it's uh look from, a, I mean, you're going to love him, hate him, love what he did in uh, hate what he did, but ultimately it made great TV. I mean, um, it kept everybody on the seat of their pants. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Let's, let's take a little yeah. time to thank our sponsors. We got some great partners, and we got something new for you guys. Really excited about United Motorsports, six locations across Ohio, Kentucky. Check them out. They're also... Uh, online, they're up and running, unitedmotorsports.com for your apparel, parts, accessories. They got you covered. Make sure you check them out, boxousa.com, and, of course, quadlock.com. There's a promo code. It's going to get you 10% off at boxousa. Use Title24 for 10% off and at unitedmotorsports.com. If you want 10% off, use promo code title 24 um, I know for myself, I like to save any kind of percentage. So 10% uh, discount, hit that uh, promo code. And then, of course, Quadlock, we appreciate, uh, we appreciate you guys. They got you covered. You name it. Phone cases, uh, mounts, screen protectors, um, chargers, phone stands. Check their, um, check their website out. They do great stuff. Quadlockcase.com is where you can see them. So uh, we appreciate uh, we appreciate all you guys and and yeah. coming on and joining Title Twenty Four. Uh, we couldn't do it without you. Um, yeah, Ricky, back to, to that. I uh, got my care package from Quadlock, so thank you guys. Big, I mean, every mount they make showed up in the mail. Um, <laughs> so that's 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 awesome to see. And uh, 
I think uh, also Boxo. I believe that United Motorsports has uh, Boxo in stores um, at, at, right. the, at their retail locations. So, um, yeah. yeah, so get in and check them out. It's, it's, yeah. it's cool to be able to go and actually touch and feel, um, mm-hmm. you know, tools and things and boxes, you know, like that, that in case just buying them off online, they make great tools and, they do. and parts for, for, for everything, every, every one of your needs. That's right. They got it dialed. They got the uh, their 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 um, foams that they have, custom foams where you put all of your tools inside of the drawers and, and on the top of the box. So it keeps uh, everything organized. Organization is key. So uh, go check it out. If you're at uh, United Motorsports, check out the Boxo. And like I said, go to Quadlock. Check out their online their stuff online. They got a whole whole bunch of stuff. Glad they got you dialed in. Looking forward to um, to Seattle. It's open air stadium. Could be a plot twist. Uh, you guys want to check it out? There's your, all the details you need. 4:30 p.m. Tune into Race Day Live. Uh, that starts at 4:30 uh, p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then, of course, for the live racing action, it's going to be streaming live on Peacock. That's going to be 10 p.m. Eastern Standard. And um, you know what? Check it out. It's going to be good. Um, I expect nothing less. Uh, you can see right there an encore presentation of Seattle. Uh, that'll be at 1 a.m. on CNBC. So uh, if you want to watch it on the TV, on on a major network, you got that. You got that as well. But RV, I don't. I think it's going to be exciting. I think it's going to be exciting. It is. It's um like we kind of talked about. Like you said, open air stadium. So. Um, like we got to talk about it. We, we looked at the forecast. It's you know, <laughs> supposed to rain, um, you know, as a racer, I mean, as I know, for, I mean, I know for me and I could probably speak for, for you too is, uh, man, we, I hated mud races. Um, there's just so so many things that can happen, um, from just a bad start falling over grips are dirty, running out of tear offs. Um, I mean, you name it in, in a, a supercross that's muddy. It's probably one of the worst things to, to have to ride if it's a real mud race. And to be honest, we haven't had a real mud race in a long time. Like I'm talking a proper one. So um, I guess I'm kind of looking forward to it. It's uh, it's going to be interesting. And, and like we said, 250 West is back. So we're going to get Jets and Donuts back out there. That's and, right. Uh, you know, and, and, and we'll see, you know, so it's, uh, it, Hey, Levi so kitchen happen. Levi what kitchen. About the chef? That's right. That's all right. Hometown, hometown hero. Now took my position just about three hours South, right above Washu or yeah. South right above Washougal is where he's from. So I'm sure he's going to have a ton of, ton of family, friends and, uh, people cheering him on. Um, you know, K- Levi to me reminds me of watching Kevin ride, uh, yeah. Wyndham, you know, a very kind of similar style, long, lanky, skinny. Um, you know, I, I feel like he rides very, very similar to, to Kevin. So yeah. really pretty riding style, smooth, but I think that could, the mud could favor Levi, but ultimately, like we all know, it comes down in a mud race. You have to, there's no questions. If there was ever a time that a start's important, it is in a mud race. That's right. That and keeping it, <laughs> keeping it upright. Not even like, I mean, obviously you gotta, you, you have to hold a little speed, but if you get a good start to your point and you stay up, I mean, it sound, sounds easy. It's not, but really those two keys, good start, keep it on two wheels. You, you're really setting yourself up nice. So dude, it's going to be epic. You, uh, you probably aren't coming, are you? I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying, probably going to skip Seattle this week, uh, this weekend. And I'm, like I said, we've, we've talked, I'm trying to get my, get, get, get to Nashville to uh, experience um downtown and also get to go to another race and maybe get on the broadcast again with uh with you guys and yep. yeah it's, it's, it was a lot of fun going to indy um i had like I, said, I haven't been to a race um without really having to call it work if, if you call what i do work um at the races it's it's got a lot of hanging out a lot of bs and yep. um and so it's a lot of fun but at, at indy i was able just to go and like i said i man i stood in the, i sat in an owner's suite at the stadium in my first time in my life for about four hours so and never <laughs> left that's, so that's it was nice. it was a lot of fun. So maybe we'll get that's out nice. to to uh, to uh, Nashville. Yeah. Well, if you guys are uh, if you guys are listening or watching our podcast, we appreciate you. Make sure you subscribe wherever you uh, download your podcasts, or you can watch it on uh, Motorsports on NBC YouTube page, or you can watch it on NBCSports.com. 
and as well as Peacock. So uh, we're all over the place. And again, make sure uh, send send all your questions. You know, make sure you like. And um, we, we love the interaction. We've been getting a lot of interaction lately with with questions and comments. So we appreciate the uh, engagement and uh, and 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 coming along with the ride with on, on Title Twenty Four with RV and I. It's been it's been a lot of fun. And uh, we're going to do it again next week. It's going to be uh, fun. Make sure you guys check out uh, Seattle Supercross. It's going to be, uh, I'm sure it's not going to disappoint. I, I don't know how we're going to be able to top Indy and uh, in Detroit, but uh, I don't know, maybe third time's a charm, bro. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So, um, you know, we'll just have to see what plays out during uh, during this week. I know that they... I don't know, Ricky. Do you know when they for Seattle when they uh, have built the track? Are they going to build it when it's when it's raining or during the week, or is it already built? Did the Dirtworks fly fly there early and try to build it on a clear day? Yeah, um, those are all things that I ha I don't have the answers to, and, and plays a huge role into this weekend. Yep, it does. Yeah, I I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but I know there's going to be a Supercross race, and it's going to be a lot <laughs> of fun. So uh, hey, I'll be up there in the cold. In rain, you'll be down in um, wet California. Um, I'll be in a nice warm booth. That'll be nice. Uh, but this is another one in the books, my man. All right. Yeah, no, it's, uh, man, this has been a lot of fun. And um, I feel like every time we're getting better, I got myself a new mic, as you guys can see. That's right. Watching on YouTube. She sounded, <laughs> she sounded really good. Rich, my AV guy, dialing me all in. So, uh, yeah, I feel good about it. It's, there you uh, go. It's been a lot there of you fun. Go. I, I enjoyed yeah. it. We'll see you guys next Tuesday, Title 24, presented by NBC. It should be good. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.